everyone, welcome to the Bible Belt Bros podcast. Today is the best day ever because Andrew is not here, and so it is just myself. And uh, we got a long-time listener, first-time caller. Is that what they say? Long-time viewer, first-time caller. His name is Brett Motorola. <laughs> <laughs> how do you how do you say your name? I I tried it's, to read it out. Motorola, Motorola. It's uh, I was it's close. Southern Italian. <laughs> uh, look, when I was in uh, high school, I was uh, Motorola's were a popular phone, and uh, yeah, I was teased with that quite a lot. So, oh, okay, so uh, it wasn't fine, an original man. joke. Fantastic. It's not original. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. So my dad's family. My dad's family comes from southern Italy, so that's where that name comes from. Oh, no problem. Well, you've been reaching out to us for a while, and finally, finally, I'm like, yes. And I actually set a time, and we meet. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it came to fruition. Yeah, I I wasn't expecting it to, but uh, we got there. Yeah, we got uh, there. Now, I um, I did perhaps forget to remind Andrew and tell Andrew about this, so... um, that's why he's not here. He he might, you know, it's that Christmas holiday. Everybody's schedules are all flip-flopped and um, stuff yes. like that. So I just assumed, hey, I'm just going to push through. We're going to make this happen because we got <laughs> I got I to gotta follow through with something, man. <laughs> like, I'm struggling <laughs> over here. But, uh, Brett, uh, tell us a little about yourself. I know you're from Australia. You own your own business. Is, yep. it yes. Is it painting? Is it painting? Painting. Painting. Okay, I'm yes. a good Facebook stalker. Yep. And uh, yep. <laughs> I, I don't know what else. That was the two things. I. <laughs> I'm not, maybe I'm not a great stalker, but tell us a little about yourself, Brett. Yeah, no, that's all good. That's all good, Dusty. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, from uh, Australia, uh, live in Melbourne, which is in Victoria, a southern state on the eastern uh, border there. Um, I'm 36, um, uh, married, uh, got a 15 month old and, uh, my wife's, uh, pregnant as well. We've got oh, another one on nice. the way. So we've got a, we've got a little boy and, uh, we're expecting a little girl in March. So, um, yeah, very, very, uh, excited about that. Um, uh, yeah, um, yeah, I, uh, Melbourne is, um, the most uh, it's been what was voted the most lockdown city in the world so that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's something i think it's what 262 days i think we were over the last uh, two years so um we've had about six or seven uh, major lockdowns so um that's been challenging um especially sort of regarding uh, work life and stuff like that but i've been able to juggle it um been blessed with great clients so um we've managed through um but yeah, obviously, you know, it's been hard for everyone and uh, it's just been a really sort of, you know, trying time. And, um, but I look, you know, praying and that we're, you know, coming out the other side now. Um, yeah, you know, it's, uh, we're all basically, you know, I think we're, what, 90% uh, vaccinated down here. So, um, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's a crazy time, um, but uh, I, I say to my wife sometimes, you know, I wake up and I just sort of feel like I'm in a really bad sci-fi film. And, you know, we'll turn on the news and that it's just, yeah. But um, Yeah, I just you know, choose not to turn on the news. That, exactly. No, no, no. Out of sight, out of mind? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, you, you completely, that's, yeah, I completely agree. And um, I've, I've been trying to do the same thing. So, um, yeah, that's that. 
But um, I guess I, I, I could share some of my journey then, eh, Dusty, from coming to faith because as I, yeah, know, I didn't uh, grow up a Christian. I was telling you earlier, you know, I, I've actually been to Melbourne uh, back when yes, I was I, I did, 16. I, remember, I did hear you say that. Yeah. yeah. Where, so where, what, where were you? What parts? I <laughs> Melbourne? I don't know. <laughs> so, no, but like what, like what area of Melbourne? Um, so I was like on a singing little tour thing. Um, yeah, yeah. It was called the Continental Singers. And so it was very cheesy. And I... Uh, yeah, I must have missed that. Yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was, yeah, but we would... Basically, we would... Every tour that we did was... Most of it was the U.S. And we just go to small churches yeah. and kind of do this yeah. musical program, yeah. things like that. And so then yeah. we had two and a half weeks in Australia. And the whole oh, time we yeah. just slept in different people's houses. And so we would stay oh, at wow. a church okay, yeah. and then we would go... Yeah. They had host families that would... You know, we'd split yeah. up, you know, groups of four. And um, yeah. I remember I remember immediately trying to get in the wrong side of the car when I was trying to, you know, <laughs> to to get in the car to go to the house. So, I mean, that was all. And I remember freaking out, like take doing a left turn in the car. And you're, I just <laughs> and you're on the opposite side of the road. I remember that yeah. being uh, scary. I remember so what what uh, what. what... Uh, the denomination was that attached to like uh, uh i don't know if it is attached to a denomination to be honest i okay yep yep uh, i think it was just multiple denominations of churches you know okay, yep, uh, it yep, was yeah cool it's yep. its own organization i guess and yep, we had yep. to raise funds to go on the trips and it paid for yep, all the travel yep. and stuff and Yep. And uh, let's see, I, we went to the zoo. So I guess there's a big zoo. Oh, in the Melbourne, Melbourne Zoo? Yeah. yeah Melbourne so zoo, yeah. I know yeah. I did yeah. pet a dingo because they were walking around, a zookeeper was walking around with a dingo. So I get to say that all the time. Like, I pet a dingo, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Did you say a koala? Uh, yes. They sleep all the yeah, time, yeah. right? Yeah. They, yeah, they uh, do. Yeah, they just say eucalyptus leaves and uh, sleep. Yeah. Uh, I remember one of the host families, I. I I tried octopus there. I guess that's a thing. Oh, okay. You know? yeah, and yeah, one of the yeah, host yeah. families took us to a golf course that had probably like 60 kangaroo just chilling in the yeah, fairway yeah, of a golf yeah, course. Yeah. I was like, that is insane. <laughs> you know, yeah, but, yeah. but yeah. I, I just remember, I mean, I was there our summer, so it's your winter. So there wasn't like yes. a, yeah. a lot of surfing and stuff going on. I guess they took us to yeah. one of the biggest yeah. surf spots. They also told us that Foster's really isn't Australian for beer. <laughs> they, no, it's not at all. It's not British. It's, yeah. 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 <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. yeah, I just, re I remember going there and for two and a half weeks, I was just like, dang, like I could, if I ever was like, I want to live somewhere else besides the United States, yeah. that yeah. is top on my list of places to live. So oh, that's um, awesome. yeah. yeah, it is very far away from friends and family though. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's very far away from everywhere. <laughs> yeah, from everywhere, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially when I was there, the, the Christian population was uh, very low as far as what yes. I remember yeah. telling. Yeah. Like, very, it's, it's a very uh, secularized um, uh, culture or nation uh, mm -hmm. in Australia. Yeah, And yeah, so yeah, I, I remember, yeah. I don't know if that's the same now, but I, as far as the percentage of people that have kind yeah. of moved over yeah. to faith and – yeah. And stuff but it's not i guess i guess i guess like there are people like who do have faith but i think it's, it's less talked about here like i think in the united states people are obviously a lot more open about it but here it's one of those things where oh you know you just sort of keep it to yourself and it's not one of those things that sort of is spoken so openly about um okay yeah that, i mean that's how what i've come to sort of uh 
find anyway. So, like a lot um, of times, Christians in America will will profess where it's like it's okay to yeah, say that yeah, you're a christian yeah. but yeah, then if you yeah, start like yeah. standing up for some christian beliefs mm, that's where mm. it starts to actually uh be not yeah. as popular <laughs> oh so, really okay. yeah 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 yeah, like yeah everybody's yeah. A, like it feels like everybody's a christian in america but yeah then yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah by name only yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah gotcha yeah well, I actually, um, I think it was, I'm trying to think now, it might have been 2017, visited uh, North America. Um, so spent some time, went up to Alaska and um, spent uh, some time in Anchorage, which uh, was absolutely amazing. Talking about uh, places, um, you know, where I'd love to live, Alaska was, oh my really? goodness, I absolutely loved it. It was at the, the air was so crisp it was beautiful i i really loved it and we did a cruise down the southeast coast of alaska and that finished in um uh, vancouver canada and uh spent a couple of days in vancouver and um, which really just reminded me of melbourne vancouver and melbourne are very similar cities the architecture and just 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 the general sort of feel of the place was very Melbourne-like. And then we flew down to California and um, uh, spent a couple of days in LA, which was intense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, it was real, I, I found just LA really intense. It was a bit like, I, I'm, 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 you know, I don't really like crowds and this and that. And um, yeah, like we went to Vegas and San Francisco and um, it was interesting. It was interesting. I was just, take, I was really taken aback, I must say, by um, the amount of homeless people in uh, LA. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was just the, you know, the lining of tents, you know, along the streets was just a real, real eye opener. Um, and um, yeah, I think what, so what LA is like, what is, is a population of about 10 million. And I think from, from reading when I was there, and I think there's about between six to 8,000 homeless that live on the outskirts of the city. So that was, um, yeah, I, yeah, that was yeah, crazy to sort of, you know. Yeah, it's crazy, find you know, out, so, yeah, to yeah. be in that situation around so many people who yeah, are. Yeah, like it's, exactly, yeah. It's like, I remember saying to uh, my wife, it's like, it's like a city of contrast, you know. You've got, you know, Beverly Hills, Hollywood, and then, you know, two blocks down the road, you've got, you know, people living in tents. It's, it's just crazy. But if I ever went back to... Um, North America, if I ever get the chance, I hope I get the chance. I'd love to sort of visit um, the central parts, the uh, the quote unquote, you know, Bible Belt, or, <laughs> you know, or, or as they yeah. say, the flyover states. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> the real America, you know. That I'd really like to, you know, I'd love to go there. I don't think I could, um, like New York would. Um, probably yeah i'd probably probably be way too much for me just um i mean that's what i love about oklahoma is is yeah, i mean there's yeah. there's the big cities if you want to kind of go have some yeah, big city experiences yeah, yeah, and yeah. then i mean i could like i live in tulsa area so i i can yeah. go into tulsa have some you know there's a yeah. lot of attractions that come our way you know and then i can yeah. drive 20 minutes back to my house or have a couple acres you know i still have neighbors close by but um, yeah. got some privacy, you know, I'm not like, Indeed. you yeah. know, and I'm, I'm kind of a, I'm an introvert per se where, I mean, if you can get me out into public, I have a great time, but, but yeah. Yeah, getting, yeah, 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 getting yeah, Andrew yeah, yeah. to get me to get do anything <laughs> yeah. is that is his, I mean, he may, and Andrew's the kind of guy that's his goal in life now is to yeah. get me out somewhere. Yeah. We call it no friends Friday. So where my <laughs> wife and I, who are both introverts, so it's probably bad yeah. that we're together. Because we just were both 
convince each other not to go do anything. <laughs> but Andrew yeah. makes it a game of calling me every Friday, saying, "Hey, what are you guys oh, doing really? tonight?" You know, and I'm like, "Golly, oh, that's nice of you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it's a guy. And are you correct me if I'm wrong? Are you originally from Iowa? Is that correct? Yeah. Or... So I moved around a little bit. I was born in Iowa. Um, yeah. You know, cornfield town of 500 yeah. people. You know, a lot yeah. like Melbourne, like now. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> A lot like outskirts Melbourne, because I remember when I visited Melbourne, like there, we went to a lot of sheep farms, and it felt like I was driving thirty minutes seeing nothing before we got to the next yeah, spot. Yeah. You know, it was very spread out. But uh, yeah, so I grew up uh, in Iowa, and then my dad got job job transferred to Missouri, and so we just yep, kind of kept yep. slowly going south and yep. south and south, and and uh, that's where I met Andrew was in Missouri, and then I met oh, okay. my. Yeah, cool. um, Met my youth pastor there. Ended up moving to Oklahoma, and so I followed yeah. him to Oklahoma um, yep. to take a job. So, um, yeah, awesome. yeah, just slowly moving, moving south, and someday yeah. I'll end up in Houston. I guess <laughs> we'll see what happens. Just keep going further south. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, as I say, I'd love to love to sort of get back there because you know America is such a vast country. Like I think a lot of people forget that it is massive. Like, yeah. It's, um, but, you know, you got 50 states there. It's just, yeah, it's incredible. Well, so, like, um, it's a country where you have great, awesome mountains you can go visit. And you indeed, got great indeed, just yeah, yeah. flat yeah. fields, you know. Like, there's just so much diversity. The, the, whatever you want is there. Yeah. 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 Australia's a bit like that, too. Obviously, we've got the central desert and that. But we do have a, a lot of mountainous ranges, especially in the sort of, around where I am, sort of mm-hmm. north of Victoria. We have that. Um We've got tropical up in the uh, north of the country in Queensland. So, no, we, we, we do have a, a nice range of uh, ecosystems as well. So, um, yeah, enough of the, uh, I guess, the <laughs> comparison of countries. <laughs> <laughs> We've oh, lost uh, all viewership yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just make, that's what Andrew and I are just yeah, making, yeah. we make fun of everybody, therefore nobody. But the, what, what is the, uh, like, when people, like, uh, like, hear of Australia, do they just think, like, you know, fosters and kangaroos out your backyard? I mean, I hear a lot of, like, or... people thinking, you know, they, they just hear the spiders and, you know, there's this, yeah, sp- you yeah, could yeah, die yeah, any well, moment by a spiders, spider yeah. bite. Yeah. yeah, um, I've got. I've actually got a red back in my uh, shed at the moment, uh, which I haven't been able to uh, get rid of yet. I'll have to set off one of those um, spray bombs or whatever to yeah. get him out of there. So, um, yeah, no, we we have some uh, pretty ugly, scary spiders. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and snakes too. Snakes. snakes. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so anyway, yeah, I guess I'll sort of yeah. Uh, share some of my journey uh, to faith because yeah as mentioned earlier i haven't um always been a christian i've been a christian now so i'm 36 now and uh came to faith at the age of about 30 um so i yes yeah, so i come from a family of four an older sister two younger brothers um my parents uh split up when i was probably i think it was the age of about 15 um so and we chose to stay with my mum and um it was pretty hard going you know and mum was working you know two jobs to sort of you know keep food on the table and um yeah it was hard stuff and um 
I, at a pretty early age, fell into, you know, the habit of sort of, you know, drinking and smoking. I think by the age of about 16, I was, yeah, just sort of, you know, drinking and smoking and carrying on and just, um, you know, losing losing interest in school. I didn't really sort of struggle, you know, with the work. I was just losing interest, you know, just with the domestic issues going on. It was just hard to sort of concentrate on studies and stuff like that. And um, when I was little, I, I did attend church a couple of times with my dad, um, who was more of just a nominal Catholic with that Italian background. Um, just did the whole sort of uh, Christmas and um, Easter thing. But um, that was only really my only sort of, you know, contact with, uh, you know, any sort of church um, uh, connection. Um, and then, yeah, so growing up, um, yeah, so from about 16, I think I left school at about 17. Um, just lost interest. I, I left through halfway through my VCE studies um, and I was initially um, had thoughts of uh, joining the army. Um, when I left school but um, that sort of I went to a few seminars in the city and um, when sort of push came to shove to make a decision I sort of was like oh, oh sort of I don't know I wimped out I you know I wimped out I wimped out I, you know I, I did I have I have such high res- uh, the utmost respect for people who have served and military I love military history and stuff like that and um, you know I have the utmost respect for people who are, who are brave enough to go to go do that I know Andrew served as well so let's not boost not his well, ego he, he's <laughs> not he's not here okay so yeah so but um yeah so I, I, there's a rich uh, we have a rich uh, military history on my mum's side of the family of people who have served but um yeah so anyway when yeah for me um you know attended a few seminars in town and um yeah when, when sort of to came the point of making a decision I sort of I was like ah, maybe not for me but um anyway and then fell in did a couple of trades and stuff like that and by this time I was not only drinking but uh, smoking a bit of uh, pot marijuana um that became a daily habit from the ages of about 17 to 21 and um the age of about 20 I um started uh, using some heavier stuff ecstasy do you is that do you know ecstasy, Dusty? Does that um... yeah? I know. Uh, I know what it is. I have. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. really uh, like what it does. I wasn't sure if it had like a, a different sort of. Is that uh, also know, called? Term. I mean, I'm going to show my ignorance here. Is that also called speed? Yeah. Is speed and ecstasy the same thing? Nah. Well, ex- I mean, I think like ecstasy can contain speed. Um, <laughs> okay. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't sure if there was a different terminology over in the States because I, I think I've heard different terms used for ecstasy in the States. But anyway, let's not, you know, harp on about that too much. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, yeah. So I fell into that for doing that on and off over a period of a year. Oh, just living pretty recklessly, you know. Um, I, I didn't have really any accountability in my life at that time, you know. No one to sort of hit me over the head and just basically say, you know, what are you doing, yeah. you, you clown? And um, from that, I started developing uh, a pretty severe anxiety disorder. And um, it, it got to the point of um, being hospitalised. So I couldn't walk into a room without having a, a severe uh, panic attack and having to run out i was um the emergency ed every other week because i felt like i was dying or having a heart attack or something um it was absolutely horrible and I, this was at the age of about yeah 22 and um i had no idea what was going on um that long ago too you know we didn't 
really sort of people didn't speak so openly about mental illness so i had no i had no real idea of what anxiety was um i thought it was just something you sort of developed before going on a scary ride or something, you <laughs> yeah. know some yeah, yeah some butterflies in the stomach or yeah. something like that but this was this was intense and um as I say, I was running off to the emergency um, every other day and, and just, just in absolute fear. Um, and anyway, I, you know, I was being told that, you know, you from a physical standpoint, you're completely fine. You, you know, you're suffering uh, uh, panic attacks and anxiety. And I was like, no, nah, you know, this has, this feels so intense. It can't just be mental. And, um, you know, no, nah, no, nah, you know, it's all, it's all mental. Um, but anyway, so I spent a bit of time in hospital Um uh, just trying to sort of, you know, get myself right and um, probably lost about, uh, when I came out of hospital, I didn't work for about a two-year period. Um, it took a long while until they found the right uh, medication regimen for me because um, my anxiety was really, really bad. And um, yeah, so, so it's been about two years. Finally, finally got back to work. I During this time too, I was doing a, um, a painting and decorating apprenticeship and I finished all that. But um yeah, so it was about, I think about the age of 24, I got back to full-time work, went, went lived the next couple of years, fell back into uh, the bad habits again, um, started, was drinking pretty heavily, um, uh, smoking, and um, and then fell back into, this time, not, not ecstasy, but using speed. Yeah, that, that just sort of, yeah, you know, again, wore me into the ground. Uh, it was just so silly of me to, from where I came, at, you know, at, at the age of 22 suffering severe panic attacks you know to go fall back into you know using drugs and that again was just so silly of me because i really got my life back on track i was on the right medication regimen and it was just just silly um but again no accountability well um, and it, that that tends to happen i mean that's pretty much you know like yeah, everybody's no, story yeah. is uh uh, yeah, uh, no, like, indeed, oh, I indeed. can handle this. Oh, this isn't that bad. Exactly. Sudden... exactly. You, you you become complacent, you know. Like yeah. you, you have a few good years of where, oh, I'm, you know, I'm I'm good again. I'm fine, and uh, you just become complacent. And um, it's not only like I don't think like obviously the the mental the anxiety and that it, it doesn't just come from drug, drugs. I think there's a, a genetic uh, disposition as well because my father and my sister have struggled with depression and anxiety as well. So I think there's a, yeah, a genetic uh, uh, disposition there. But um, but I think the drugs obviously just made it a lot worse. Mm. And um, anyway, so yeah, so into my sort of later twenties, that's that's where I was at. I was drinking a lot, and you know, it's working but just partying a lot on the weekends and just sort of running myself into the ground and um, it was during this period where uh, my mum had started attending church I thought she was crazy <laughs> you know? she, she, she was always she always had like a, a slight sort of spiritual side to her she always she always believed but um, she never sort of like attended church or anything like that but mm-hmm. I remember when she told me I was just like you know that's good for you but <laughs> Just leave that stuff or please don't come near me. That's good for you, but what I'm doing has been working great. (laughs) And uh, and this by this stage I was, you know, I was in a really dark spot too. You know, I was I was really in I got really into I've always loved music and um I've always loved, you know, pretty intense sort of music. Um, you know, in my early sort of twenties and I mean my later teens and early twenties, I was into a, a lot of industrial sort of music and um Growing up through my teens, my, my favourite band was, I'm sure you probably know them, was the German band Ramstein. Have you heard of them, Dusty? So I, growing up, it was 
told me be a, to be a sin to listen to any kind of secular music. Yeah, okay. so yeah, I, I didn't really yeah, yeah. <laughs> start listening yeah. to, to much stuff until like yeah. my twenties. Yeah. So yeah, so the okay. answer is no. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then you throw a German band in the mix. I, I'm yeah. really not even. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're really. I mean, they're they're, they're still going now. They're, they're really popular. But I love when I was a teenager, teenager, and that I loved them. I, they, they were. I, I just yeah, I thought they were absolutely brilliant for the time. And then sort of yeah, growing up, so I got um into that whole you know sort of industrial scene, and then in my later twenties, I got got really into the whole uh, Scandinavian black metal scene, which is really dark what are you guys <laughs> listening to up here in australia <laughs> no, it's, it's just i just love you know any music that was intense and mm-hmm. pushed the limits and i was just attracted to that it was all i guess it, it was just part of my personality you know yeah. i just i just really sort of yeah so i was in a in a dark spot and uh, i was as i say i was the weekends i was just drinking heavily you know no accountability feeling pretty hopeless too and um, I just wasn't sure where the hell my life was going you know like I was just you know what is this and mum had as I said mum had um, been attending church and I remember waking up one morning um, after a uh, a heavy night drinking and um, I just said to myself you know what I'm going to give this church thing a go you know because nothing else is working I'm just running myself into the ground I'm either going to end up you know killing myself accidentally or something and um you know I, I had to do something and um so i just thought i'd go see what all these jesus uh guys uh, you know jesus guys and girls are all about and um so, <laughs> so I went along with mum and um yeah just uh it was a um mum attended a, it was a it was a pentecostal church but not just pretty um like not as intense as like you know when you think of like the american yeah. pentecostal church you think of like snake hand <laughs> like i don't know like it was, it's pretty just sort of you know pretty yeah, yeah easy going down here and um but it, yeah it falls under the sort of the pentecostal uh dom- denomination and um yeah, no. So I yeah started attending, and uh, and I and I just kept going. I thought, no, this is you know I was really getting a lot out of it, and um, you know just just kept going and going, and um, slowly you know I quit uh, drinking and um, was quit smoking. I was a smoker for fifteen years, and um, one day just woke up and just said, you know what, I'm, I'm done with the smoking, and um, quit cold turkey. I tried many a time in the past to quit you know patches and lozenges and all these other things and uh, nothing ever worked so i was able to give all that stuff stuff up and uh in that church yeah gave uh, gave my heart to christ and um yeah but even from there like it was still um it was still an up and down journey like i never felt comfortable in the church mm-hmm. um it just felt like a i don't know a, a black sheep or just an outsider i don't know i don't know um it was just i just never felt comfortable i enjoyed it i, re- I was getting a lot out of it uh, i enjoyed learning about the bible and studying the bible and that that was really good um but i guess yeah it got to a point where i just felt like i just sort of wasn't you know fitting in and um then went through a little bit of a period where I got started listening to a lot more sort of progressive sort of Christianity sort of stuff like podcasts and read a few books and that and um, like uh, who's there um, Rob Bell and uh, mm-hmm. Peter Renz and uh, people like that and um, started and then I was like I just got to a point where you know I was reading this stuff and I just felt you know this is just 
it's basically just um, humanism. You know what I mean? It right. just it just got to a point where it was just so empty. It was just not like I was just like, you know, it sounds all nice on the outside and appealing, but um, there's just no substance to it. I felt, you know, so yeah. not not to you know put put down put down all progressive Christians out there, like <laughs> um, you know, but uh, I just felt for me, um, it just it just there was just no substance, and um, it, it just yeah, I just I, I started slipping away a little bit due to that, and um, yeah, but I met my wife, so my wife. Um, who's sort of been my uh, faith rock, I guess. Like she just sort of, you know, was always praying for me. And um, so I met, I met her at church and um, yeah, she was always praying for me and never gave up. Even when I, you know, went through those periods of, yeah, you know, just progressive Christianity and just, you know, even just feeling just, I don't know, you know, is, you know, is this real? Is, you know, what is this? And still, cause I was, you know, obviously, you know, a young Christian, um, yeah it's a lot to sort of you know take on board at first it's like yeah this is you know it's so exciting and then you know once excitement sort of wears down a little bit then you you know you're really you're in for the fight and Mm -hmm. um yeah so um but then you know my wife jess she you know she kept praying for me and um then i was able to sort of bring myself around to a more sort of objective uh foundation of belief and um i really enjoyed now do you know um uh, Phil Robinson, the Duck Dynasty show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, now he. I started. I read. Uh, I read one or two of his books and um, started watching the show, and um, I fell in love with him. Like all <laughs> the family. Like, yeah. I was like this guy is absolutely brilliant. And you know what appealed to me, Dusty, was he didn't mince his words. He just said it like he is. He believes, and that uh, he believes what he believes, and that's it. And it's as simple as that. Yeah. And he came from that um, a pretty rough background too. You know, he says he was a drunken heathen and all this and that. And um, yeah, he like I, I read a couple of his books and um, listen. He's got a podcast, um, the Unashamed podcast, and uh, with his son Jace and Willie and uh, um, no Al, his other son. Um, and uh, yeah, I started listening to them and. Um, I just thought, oh, this is, you know, this is really, really good. So, um, and then just started sort of reading my Bible. I just started shutting out all the noise and just sort of focused on uh, just studying my Bible. Um, not not sort of taking in, you know, what the secular world's saying and this and that and just trying to just focus on my faith. And um, yeah, yeah, from there I was able to, you know, bring myself back into a, um, a, a strong sort of, you know, objective belief. And, um, and which is, you know, continuing now, which is great. Um, but uh, yeah, it certainly hasn't been uh, an easy journey, but I wouldn't change it for the world. Like, you know, there's no way I could... Um, now that I've experienced God, um, I, 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 you know, you couldn't try and, you know, make, make me believe otherwise. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I have a lot of friends who sort of, look, I don't know what, like, I'm probably, I think, the only sort of, you know, uh, practicing Christian out of uh, my sort of group of friends. Um, and uh, that, that can be, uh, you know, it's, it can be a little difficult, but um, yeah, you could you couldn't uh, persuade me uh, now. Now now that I've had that experience on our last podcast episode, Andrew and I were talking about you know what mm. if we're wrong about everything yes, we believe. Yeah, yep, yep, gotcha. Yep, and yep. Uh, and that's what it comes down to is like one. Yeah, you can't con like I can't be convinced. I've tried to just walk away, and and from what yeah, I've experienced, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you can't tell me that God doesn't exist. 
Like you can't yeah, tell me yeah, maybe some yeah. of the practices we do are stupid, but yeah, yeah. But you can't. There's no way I would ever believe that God's not there, and that Christ Indeed. didn't die for us. Those kind of things. Like from what I've experienced, it speaks way more yeah. than what educational interpretation exactly. thing is yeah, yeah, but yeah so that's that same concept of like I, I mean i wanted to walk away like i tried to you know yeah yeah it's yeah, just like yeah, you yeah. my wife was my rock and she is like you're stupid yeah, yeah, you know yeah. let's like, yeah, yeah i met my yeah, wife as she yeah. was coming closer to god and i was trying to leave god and she just kind of like just <laughs> took me back <laughs> you know like, yeah. and i not that i was fighting too much on it but um yeah, but yeah it was yeah. just kind of uh yeah, it does. At this point in my life, like you can't, you can't convince me that the things I've experienced um, haven't didn't happen. You know, and, and yes, yeah, more than like something I read maybe interpreted wrongly. You know, indeed, yeah. indeed, and and that's the one thing I guess people can't take away from you. I mean, you can have debates, you know, regarding you know apologetics and all that sort of stuff. But there's one thing that no one can take away from you, and that's your personal experience. I've had too many things happen. Um, my, you know, my mum as well. Um, and I, I just, you just couldn't, um, you know, yeah. I, I'm of the belief that, you know, I just, I think it's almost ignorant to believe that what we see, um, you know, and the physical is all that's there. I, I just mm-hmm. can't believe that. Like, I just find it hard to believe, you know. Yeah. We're so far advanced, you know, the way our minds work and just even, you know, the way the eyeball works and all that. It's just, yeah. it's absolutely incredible. And, um, yeah, you know, that, that that's where I've landed. And I thank God, you know, every day that, you know, um, you know, I'm here, you know. And, um, yeah, it, it's a truly wonderful thing. And if we're wrong, what's the worst that's happened? You've you've cleaned up your life, you know. You, you, you know. That's exactly right, too. Like, obviously, yeah, you know, anything. Um, I'm not saying, you know, there, there's yeah, there's a possibility that you know you could be wrong. Um, but um, you know, yeah, what what's the worst? Like, I, I cleaned up my life, and you know, was able to get married and start a family, yeah. <laughs> which is absolutely fantastic. Because if I go back to my later twenties, all I was looking at was a. Uh, well, let's just say an earlier time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, if you know what I mean. I know but, exactly um, what you mean. So. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it, it's just wonderful. And, um, you know, I was listening to um, Andrew Clavin. Do you know Andrew Clavin? He's, uh, he's one of those political sort of conservative political commentators. Um, he's a Christian. Um, I think he's on, um, oh, he's connected with the, is it the Daily Wire or? something with i think like ben shapiro yeah Knowles, all these all these conservative political okay. commentators anyway i was listening to andrew clave and um it was just leading up to christmas and uh you know i think he was talking about you know um that you know does he feel threatened by you know that there's you know so many other religions out there and this and that and he said something that was uh, i thought was really cool he's like well you know there's a lot of wrong answers there's a lot of wrong answers to questions out there so um you know, like it, it doesn't threaten me at all, you know. So, um, you know, it's a lot of questions and, you know, there's a lot of wrong answers too. So, um, you know, it's, um, it is what it is. Um, another another uh, book that was um, quite, uh, I guess, um, profound for me and, and, and really helped me was um, C.S. Lewis, uh, Mere Christianity. Have you read that? 
Um, I it had been a long time ago. I know I've read yeah, some of it. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a real tour de force, like regarding you know the sort of belief and um, faith and uh, like his whole you know journey was uh, you know he wasn't a believer and you know came came to faith later in life and um, yeah no he, he, he the way he sort of it's it's real easy to digest too you know like it's not one of those top heavy sort of apologetic books like he, he was really i just think he's a brilliant writer like i've got a couple of his works and um yeah and i really enjoy c.s lewis so he's um yeah a lot of his work uh, really sort of helped me along as well but um yeah no so that that's all wonderful but um you know i wish i could say that like you know since sort of obviously coming to faith um you know it had just been blue skies but the the mental health stuff has propped up uh you know, cropped up again over the last probably uh, two years. Um, so I went through a period, uh, so yeah, 36 now. So when I was about 34, um, I was going through a bit of a period where I was just starting to feel, um, regarding my medication, I was like, oh, you know, do I just, you know, do I still want to be taking this? You know, do I still need to take this? Um, you know, can I, you know, should I wean off it? Or, you know, I wasn't sure. So um, I, I just went through, yeah, I, I tried slowly just sort of weaning off it. caused me um, a lot of grief. Like, yeah, it, it was a big mistake. I, I basically took it upon myself to do um, without, you know, really, oh, I consulted my GP, but they're, they're just, you know, a general practitioner and regarding mental health, they're, they're not the best to go to. You really need a, a sort of professional there. And with my level of anxiety, um, anyway, yeah, it, it turned into a disaster and um, I ended up back in hospital a week after the birth of my son. And um, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's been a long journey back. Um, I've got, I've got a great network, um, you know, supporting and looking after me and, um, yeah, just, just, just with the, obviously the right, uh, medication regimen, I'm, um, yeah, get, getting my life sort of back on track, but, um, so I suffer severe anxiety disorder and, um, uh, depersonalization and derealization disorder. Have you heard of those? Are you aware of those terms? Uh, more of the terms. Yeah. The yeah, full on yeah. definitions and yeah, you know, I'm not even yeah. going to try. Yeah, no, that's fine. Like, yeah, yeah. Depersonalization, derealization. Yeah. It's absolutely terrifying. Like people, um, if you haven't experienced it, it's really hard to describe. And, um, I try to, you know, sort of describe it to my wife and, she can understand only, you know, because she hasn't obviously experienced it. So she only really has a limited understanding of it. But um, it is absolutely horrible. Like you feel as if um, you're just not in reality. You feel you get, you get a lot of intense feelings of impending doom and um, you just feel like you're in a dreamlike state. And um, it's it's just, yeah, I wouldn't wish it upon my worst enemy. Like I, I say to people, you know, like sometimes, you know, in my, in my sort of, darker sort of periods um i just wish i had like a physical illness you know something mm. tangible that i could yeah. i knew what how to deal with it you know because the, the mental health stuff it's so there's so much ambiguity regarding it that it's it's you just don't know what what what's the right way forward you know and 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 even regarding medication sometimes sadly it's a lot of trial and error you know we yeah. just got to see what works for people and um you know what works for you know a might not work for b and a it can be really difficult, but um, I can tell you one thing, like when I was uh, in hospital just after the birth of my son, it was, um, yeah, I, I, I remember it was, it was really tough. 
but um, I remember, you know, I was just praying a lot and had my Bible there, obviously. And uh, I don't know how I would have gotten through, obviously, without that uh, belief, you know, without that mm-hmm. faith, without God, you know. It's um, yeah, I don't know. It was. It, it's been a. It's been a crazy ride. Um, but um, yeah, I, you know, I wouldn't change anything for the world. It's um, you know, I've learned a lot of lessons and. Um, a lot of this stuff too, I hope to sort of, you know, the lessons that I've learned, obviously hope to pass down to, you know, my kids as they grow up and, um, you know, just make sure they're aware and, you know, to be safe out there and, um, you know, because, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's easy to fall into, you know, bad habits. And um, I think with a, you know, that strong uh, foundation, that strong belief in God, um, I think, you know, it, it really goes a long way. And um, yeah, I, yeah. Do you have any, any questions regarding that? No, stuff? Did, I was just. Did that all make sense? Uh, it, it all made sense. I mean, I <laughs> I think part of the, the issue when people go through things like this is we always think that we're alone when yes, there, yes. everybody's going through some sort of, maybe not as severe, but everybody's going through yeah. some sort of doubt, some That's sort of exactly inner right. turmoil. Definitely, yeah. And yeah. I've, I've found, because I've, I've gone through, um, it's called CR, Celebrate Recovery, and it's like a Christian 12, yep. 12 step kind of yep. group. And so yep. I've gone through that multiple times, and I remember just being in a group of people where you could start saying some of your thoughts out loud, all yep. of a sudden made those thoughts feel so dumb you know because it just put oh, it all yeah, into yeah, perspective because yeah, 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 a lot yeah, of times there's, yeah. there's this inner turmoil and inner battle that we kind of go through and then we think that we're alone so we can't share it with mm. anybody but if you yeah. have a group of people that you can like hey i'm just gonna bounce this idea off you because to me it sounds logical and then you say it out loud yes. and yeah. they don't even have to say anything you just have finally said yeah. that out loud to a person and you're like yeah, that's the dumbest thing I think I've ever thought, you know, and I've been letting that control me for a couple of weeks, you know, and so I've, yeah. uh, there's definitely huge value in finding a, a core group of, of guys and, you know, four or five guys that you can just, mm. you know, mm. reach out to and just say, Hey, like, you know, we, we would do it weekly where we would just, you know, some, cause sometimes guys also like, I have a hard time reaching out by myself, but if there's like a predetermined time, that we're going to have these yep. conversations then. And yep. usually it starts with somebody else going the same thing. Like, Hey, I'm getting off my medications. I need prayer. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, if you're going to start opening up, like now I got to open up, you know, I got to yeah, say my yeah. thing. And so it's and like, that, you know what though, <laughs> just in saying that um, when I sort of tried to yeah wean off the medication, like that's a thing too. I took it upon myself. Like I didn't, I was going through one of those periods where I was just like, I was just angry. I was angry at God. And I was like, I'm not even, you know what? I'm not even going to pray about this. I'm just, going to take it upon myself and just you know just you know rely on you know my own you know understanding and yeah it just it really was um it was a disaster man like i've 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 been low before and and you know had some severe anxiety but i never knew things could get that bad like that 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 was absolutely horrible well that's um, one of the first steps in uh, celebrate recovery was one realizing i am not god that i do not have the power over my own situation yeah no exactly yeah exactly exactly so um no, no, completely agree. So um, it was, a, yeah, it was, a, you know, a, just a, one of those lessons learned. You know what I mean? A, yeah. a tough lesson, but a, you know, a lesson, um, yeah, nonetheless. And um, I really enjoy just living a, you know, clean sort of healthy life. You know, I don't, um, yeah, you know, as I think I mentioned earlier, I don't, you know, don't drink. Um, I haven't smoked in years. Um, just, just completely clean, eat healthy, look after myself, and um, yeah, just, just, just enjoy, just you know. 
living, you know, without those those needs for, you know, yeah. um, escape, you know, escapism, I guess, you know, you know. Exactly. So my wife and I, we're actually just going through a period now at the moment where um, trying to find another church. Like, um, so the church I mentioned earlier where I came to faith, my wife grew up there. Okay. And, um, yeah, but we've just sort of found now, because we've obviously started in a young family, there's not much of a, a kids' ministry there, and there's not many young families there of mm-hmm. our uh, demographics. So um, we're like, uh, you know, we've got to think not only of ourselves now, but of our yeah. children. And um, so we're trying to find somewhere with a, with, a, with, with a lot more sort of, you know, families our age and, um, yeah, a better sort of kids' ministry and stuff like that. So I've, got, I've reached out to a few people I know who have, um, yeah, sent some nice messages and, um, yeah, you know, made us aware of some places we can uh, attend. So, um, yeah, so we'll do that early in the new year. And, um, yeah, so it's hard, like, you know, like I just feel like I, I get nervous, you know, about starting new and, you know, like just walking into a place where, you know, which is obviously probably, you know, well-established and, you know, you, you know <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you know what I mean? Like I get, I get, yeah. I get a little nervous, you know, meeting new people and, uh, you know, I'm very much an introvert myself, Dusty. And, um, yeah, it, it, it's hard, man. It, it, it can be hard, but uh, yeah. we're looking forward to it at the same time. So it's, um, yeah, it's, it's yeah. easy just to go to those churches and start blending in and, and like, I'm doing it for my kids. I'm making them socialize by throwing them in their class, <laughs> yeah. but I am not talking to anybody. You know? like, yeah. 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 And which I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to just do that. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, but we obviously, but we just need somewhere um, where we, with a bit of kids, somewhere where our kids can, you know, have, you know, fellowship and, you know, create friends and stuff like that. And um, yeah, so, and obviously yeah, my wife and I as well. So, um, but yeah, Jess, my wife, she's very much an introvert too. She struggles in like just sort of meeting new people mm. and stuff like that. So um, yeah, but you know, it's, uh, yeah, it, it, we'll, we'll get it done. And um, yeah, it's, it's exciting, you know? So um, yeah, so you're, you're still at, uh, is it Church That Matters? Yeah, uh, Church, where you go? church yeah. That Matters, yeah. the one and only church in the world that matters. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just kidding some yeah. people tend to think that that's why we named it but yeah no, we yeah. just there's so many church we're in the bible belt there's so many churches everywhere and we just yeah. want to make sure that we we do stuff that matters to people to god yeah. to each yeah. other yeah yeah and yeah. uh and hopefully my ramblings on uh you know made some you know sense yeah um, no i think the, i think the story's good you know i think a lot of people struggle with what you've struggled with and they they keep yeah, it to yeah. themselves and i think that is yeah, the ultimate yeah. um takeaway from this is yeah. stop trying to do this stuff alone there's other people just yeah. like you somewhere yeah. in Indeed. Um, yeah and i think that's where <laughs> where the the change really happens when you start finding people like you that struggle and then you can help each other. Yeah. I think that's where you grow. What, yeah, indeed. And, um, and, and what, you know, it, it, it's, it's wonderful that, you know, society is, is becoming you know more open to it and people, uh, you know, feel that they can open up. And um, as I said, you know, 16 years ago when I was first diagnosed with anxiety disorder, I had absolutely no idea what it was and I didn't even know where to turn to, you know, get some you know understanding or you know anything like that so um yeah so it's uh no it's very important um because there are a lot of people you know out there struggling and you know because life's tough man like it can be really really hard and can wear you into the ground and um yeah you just gotta you know 
A little, yeah, some daily Jesus, some daily Bible. And, uh, yeah. Goes a long way, doesn't it? It goes a long way. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening to this episode. Thanks for hanging out with us today. And uh, I guess you can do the take it easy for Andrew. He usually does take it easy. That's his call sign. So, so we'll see you next week. Take it easy. Yeah. There you go.